Your presence is required is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbaro and a production of EI Alliance, copyright 2021. So after this, we decided we wanted to continue on. And and quietly, I was thinking, let's do it again, but switch parts. And Susan was really funny. That's great. That's great. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So we're doing it. And we're switching parts. So this time... You Susan is, is Jonathan and Endra, and you get to play the other the parts. in the the doctor, the narrator, and sister. No, wait, no, that's that the other part. part. The nurse and the doctor. The nurse, right? Okay. Okay. And so we know what this is about because you gave that great great. Yeah, synopsis. and this will show up afterwards, so go back yeah, and watch the first one if you don't. Act three, Jonathan's doctor's office. Jonathan and Endra are standing in front of a door that says Center for Herpes. They enter and face the receptionist. To the receptionist. Hi, uh, I'm Jonathan DeMarco. Yes, we are expecting you. Jeez, there's a lot of people here. Don't worry, we're going to take care of you. We are on your side and we're going to help you fight this. We support all of our patients, honey, and we stand beside them. He hasn't been formally diagnosed with anything. Well, either way, we're on your side. So you have a seat and the doctor will be right with you. Jonathan and Andrew sit in the packed waiting room. Jeez, look at all these people. They all look like they're dying. (laughs) I wonder what they looked like before they got here. Endra and Jonathan look around the office again. Patients are walking around with big, long faces and look afraid and lost. Jonathan! Jonathan! Jonathan gets up and the nurse motions motions for him to follow her. I'm so sorry about your diagnosis, honey. He hasn't been diagnosed yet. The nurse sadly looks back at Endra (laughs) and taps Jonathan on his shoulder. I'm sorry, but remember, many people have had this and still live long lives. Endra rolls her eyes at the nurse's comment. The nurse opens a door and the three enter the examination room. First, we need to go over some things. Have you been actively digesting? Yes. Do you go out to eat with others or alone? Yes. I kind. The nurse cuts him off and Jonathan looks at Endra, who rolls her eyes again at the nurse. Is there any history of burping in your family? The nurse reaches for a white gown. Well, my great-grandmother had indigestion. Oh, no. The nurse changes her mind. She puts the white gown back and reaches for a red gown instead. Here, put this one on. We're going to get you ready for your ultrasound. So, he just needs an ultrasound. But you didn't check for anything else. Out in the hallway, singing can be heard. It is someone's birthday and the singing gets louder. Happy birthday! Oh, 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 I have to go. The doctor will be in soon. But, But wait, why do I have to wear the red gown? Nurse exits. Are you sure that these people have your best interests at heart, Jonathan? You are nothing more than a statistic here. But but the studies show. Rubbish. Out in the hallway, the singing stops. A minute later, the doctor walks in, wiping frosting off his face. 
Okay, my patient all set for an ultrasound? What are you looking at me for? I'm not the one wearing the gown. <laughs> you aren't, are you? Doctor, no one has checked for anything else but this one diagnosis. Oh, so you're not the patient, but now you're the doctor. Hey, I'm the one wearing the white coat. I'm the doctor. I'm the expert. The doctor walks to the side door, holding his hand out for them to follow. Okay, get up. Let's get into this side room. Go ahead and get up on the table. They all enter the dark room and the doctor shuts the door behind them. The doctor pulls the gun up to Jonathan's chest, puts gel on his stomach, and begins to move the probe of the machine around. <laughs> hey, maybe we can get the game on. It's supposed to be a double header. This is hardly a game, doctor. Eh, don't worry about it, mother. Mother? What do you mean, mother? Well, you're mothering him. Don't worry, Jonathan. We'll get you through this. Endra sighs disgustedly. When you look at it, will you be able to give me a diagnosis right now, doctor? Or is this something I have to wait to hear about? The doctor is moving the ultrasound probe around, humming, hardly listening to Jonathan's worry. Sure, partner, it's the bottom of the ninth. I can get you a diagnosis in the next minute or two. Uh, uh oh. The doctor stops and squints at the monitor screen. Immediately, Endra leans into Jonathan and whispers, Jonathan, do you really believe you're sick? It's time you started asking yourself how you feel and stop listening to what everyone else is telling you. Endra moves her chair and leans in further. Jonathan, if you need time off, you can have it. You don't need permission or an excuse to have time off. Wouldn't it be nice to take some time off and enjoy it? Jonathan looks deeply into her eyes. Yes. The doctor is still peering intently at the monitor screen. Wait a minute. I think I see something here. We better check this out. Pushing down on Jonathan's stomach, I see something on the screen. Isn't that something on the screen? Yes. Oh, you see it too? This must be serious. No! On the screen! What is it? What is it? Is it? It's a spot on the screen. Yes, it's a spot on the screen. Andrew moves closer to the screen with a handkerchief in her hand and wipes the screen. The spot disappears. Ah, there must have just been a passing bubble of gas. Well, it looks like you hit a home run today. You have a clean bill of health. Are you sure about that, doctor? Well, it's all clear. Okay, partner. Why don't you get yourself dressed? Next time you'll be in a white gown. You're fine. Just lay off the beans. <laughs> as the doctor leaves the room, he motions to the nurse. Mark this down as another successful case. <laughs> the doctor shuts the door. Indra, was that really a spot on the screen? Or did you turn it into a spot on the screen? And just smiling. Let's get out of here. These people are toxic. Hey, that was more fun doing it opposite ways. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. You could read it twice and still get a huge feeling from and it. And you know, this is one thing I didn't say on the other uh, the other time, the other podcast or video. But you know what? Every single thing in this book is based on 
true stories, things that mm. really happened. These mm. are, for the most part, we embellished a, a lot and we had fun with it. But all of these stories are really based on the real things that happened, including that story. Mm. Including that story. We'll just leave it at that. So, yeah. That was a lot of fun to do. It was a lot of fun. So enjoy The Endress Scripts by Polonius, available on Amazon, Google. on Google Play, and anywhere else you could possibly find it. Cheers. Cheers. So Susan, I know you're a doctor in Rhode Island, <laughs> but we're not in Rhode Island right now. And the reason why we say that is because in this day and age, what does anything mean? So why not get to the meat and potatoes of life exactly. and really work on yourself? And the best way to do it is through energetic invocations, a book of vibrational change. And once you feel like you want a little bit more, you can either listen to our podcast or get our uh, How Do I Live If I I don't fit in journal which and is a great way of helping you find those places deep within yourself and you know what's cool about all of that is there are no paths to certification needed so with the magic of technology and us we went live on instagram today i know and we have a post we do have social media accounts i want to go and tell everybody i know go you look, go look on instagram our account ei alliance Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon Authors pages and link in bio for books and more podcasts. Find New Threads music on Spotify and newthreads.us.